This week on Yutet Kislev is the yard site of Rav Moshe Tzvi Neria, the founder of Yeshivat Bnei Akiva, the founder of the Reshet, of the network of all Yeshivot of Bnei Akiva and the Upanot as well. Rav Neria was born in Lodz in Poland in 1913. His father was a Rav and educated him by himself. As a young man, very young, Rav Neria, Rav Moshe Tzvi, went to Minsk to learn Torah. At the tender age of 17, he decided that he didn't want to live in Poland, in Russia, and he wanted to go on Aliyah. He wanted to go to live in Eretz Yisrael. Primarily, it seems that he wanted to go not just to Eretz Yisrael, but specifically to Rav Kook in Yerushalayim. He wrote to Rav Kook, in those days, in order to leave Russia, in order to leave those areas, you had to have a certificate from someone in Eretz Yisrael who sort of took care of you and arranged things for you. There were other students at that time who also came from Russia, Poland, to Eretz Yisrael and received certificates from Rav Kook himself. Not only did Rav Kook send him a certificate, but he sent him a ticket to come. Rav Yisraeli, who later was to become somewhat of a partner in Rav Neria, with Rav Neria in Kfarhoe, also was one of those Russian olim who came to the yeshiva of Rav Kook. As soon as Rav, Rav, Rav Neria, Rav Moshe Tzvi, came to, Mer- to Merkaz at the age of 17. He immediately went to Rav Kook's house, began learning in yeshiva, and developing as a young Tamid Chacham. He is a very prol- was a very prolific writer and wrote many stories about his learning in Merkaz and about the people with whom he had dealings at that time. He learned for a short time with Rav Yudek Yashuni, the known as the Ilui of Grodner, Rabbi Yudel Grodner, who was known to be, at that time they called him the Arisha Bechabura Shebemerkas Harav, the strongest person in the yeshiva. When Rav Neria was chosen to learn with Rav Gishuni, he looked at it as a very big honor that he was chosen to learn with such an Ilui and certainly made his name in the world of Torah. But Perhaps even more than being famous for being a Tamid Chacham and a Lamdin, Rav Neria became very much involved in public community life. He wrote that when he was in Chutzlaretz, when he lived before he came to Israel in Poland and Russia, he said the battle that he always thought about, the issues that he dealt with were very personal. How can one person stay kosher? in an environment where there's hardly any kosher food, where Shabbos was not felt on the streets. Everybody had to protect their own identity. He said when he came to Merkaz, Rav Kook taught him the idea of the klal, the idea of the community, and how important it is to be involved in communal work. And true to the teachings of his Rebbe, Rav Neria, as a young man, began to be active in the local sniff of Bnei Akiva, in Yerushalayim. He became at first a Madrich, then later on became the Merakes of the Sniff. 
when he was only 26 years old, in 1939, Rav Neria decided that there must be an educational system for the young people of what they called at that time the Yishuv HaChadash, not the old, older-fashioned people of Yerushalayim, the standard identity of the Yishuv at that time, but the younger generation, the generation of Chalutzim, if you wish, who also were to be brought into the world of Torah, to be brought into the world of Yeshivas. And he went to Kfar Haroeh in 1939 and began to build what eventually became the Yeshivot of Bnei Akiva, Yeshivat Kfar Haroeh. I said before that Rav Yisraeli, the, one of the other Russian Olim who learned in Merkaz, became the Rav of Kfar Haroeh, and Rav Neria began his yeshiva in Kfar Haroeh. The first class of that yeshiva, which eventually started becoming a high school, a yeshiva tichonit. The first class were very few young students who had this dream in mind that the fellows who wore the kippah struga, that knitted kippah, which became eventually the symbol of this generation of Yeshivot Bnei Akiva could also be involved in, in learning Torah, involved in a yeshiva, and eventually it turned into a yeshiva tichonit, a yeshiva high school. Today it sounds, as a matter of course, a yeshiva high school, people go to yeshiva high school. In those days the concept was completely unknown. The yeshiva ktana, a place where people had studied only Torah, was in existence. But a, a type of yeshiva where they combined Torah with secular subjects was totally unknown at that time in Eretz Yisrael. Rav Neria in Kfar Ho'eh, and more or less around the same time the Midrashiyah in Pardes Chana, founded by Rav Yogel were the first two institutions that had the idea of creating what is today so well known as the Yeshiva Tichonit the Yeshiva High School. And as we all know, Yeshivat Kvar Ha'oeh was the first, but eventually a whole network of Yeshivat Bnei Akiva was founded all over Israel. There are many, many Yeshivat Tichoniyot under the auspices of Bnei Akiva. Rav Neria was considered the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivat Bnei Akiva. Later on, a new Reshet or part of that Reshet was created when the Ulpanot of Bnei Akiva were founded. The Ulpanot today also exist in many, many different cities. There are many, many Ulpanot. And at that time also Rav Neria was considered the Rosh Hashiva of all the Yeshivot and all the Ulpanot. An interesting story happened in America when Mr. Kamenovich, the well-known Rav, who was involved with Yeshiva Taradas. He was very modest and refused to be called Rav Kamenovitz, so they called him Mr. Kamenovitz. When Yeshiva Taradat was founded, he was one of the leaders of the Yeshiva, one of the movers behind the whole institution. Later on, as he became older, they founded the first Beis Yaakov in America. Mr. Kamenovitz was honored to speak there. The people were a little concerned because, after all, he was an older gentleman, 
but they wanted him to speak at that time. He began by saying, today we have more here to lay the foundations for building Yeshivat Tarvadat. And the people interrupted him a little bit uh, embarrassed and said, uh, Mr. Kamenovitz, today we're founding Beis Yaakov. Tarvadas was founded years ago. And Mr. Kamenovitz continued and said, today as we found Yeshiva of Tarvadas. And people said to him, we're founding Beis Yaakov today. And his reply was extremely sharp. He said, I certainly know when they founded Tarvadas and I know today that they're founding Beis Yaakov. But until they really found the Beis Yaakov, Tarvadas could not really exist, could not really continue. If you don't have the proper young ladies to marry the young men who learn in Tarvadas, then the future of the whole institution is not assured. Only when we found the Beis Yaakov can we be guaranteed that Tarvadas has a kiyum, has a continuation. And one might say the same thing about Rav Neria's work. Until they founded the Upanot of Bnei Akiva, you couldn't guarantee the survival of the Yeshivot Bnei Akiva and the future of those students. So when he founded the Upanot, in a sense, he refounded and reestablished Yeshivot Bnei Akiva. Rav Neria was a man of many, many talents. He was a musician. He wrote different songs and taught his songs to his chanichim, to his students. And some of them are very well known today, but not everybody knows they are written by Rav Neria, the Himnon of Bnei Akiva, the national anthem, the anthem that is known throughout Israel as the Himnon, as the anthem of Bnei Akiva, was written by Rav Neria. There were other songs that he wrote as well. In that respect, Rav Neria followed the path of Rav Kook. Rav Kook, besides being everything he was, was also a menagin, also someone who wrote music. And again, we have some of Rav Kook's migunim and his poems till this very day. One of the songs that is sung traditionally at, at the end of Havdalah, La'ad chayabil vaveinu ha'emunah ne'emanah, that in our heart there still exists that pure belief was written by Rav Kook. Rav Neria, as one of his students, emulated that path as well. One of the first students of the first class of Kfar is a friend of mine, Rav Yedaya HaKohen, who told me that a few years after Rav Neria founded the yeshiva, Remember that he was 26 at the time that he founded the yeshiva. And then when he realized that he's a rush yeshiva and this is going to be a, a true Torah institution, Rav Neria decided that he perhaps left the yeshiva a little bit too young and in order to be a real rush yeshiva, he should spend some more time learning. And he took time off from his public work and devoted himself for a number of years to, talk, to learning. And later on, he was a true bucky. He knew a tremendous amount of Torah. Now, in the world of, of Bnei Akiva, Rav Neri was known for his pe'ilut, for his, all his activities, for all his, his building of yeshivot, building of upanot, for the music, for the books he wrote. 
but he was also a, a real Tamit Chacham. Evidence of this can be proven by many, many Chidushei Torah that he wrote and printed. His literary output is quite remarkable when we consider how involved he was in public activity. He wrote many, many Svarim, and some of his Svarim centered around Rav Kook, telling stories about Rav Kook, and writing about Rav Kook. Of course, there are also Chidushe Torah. Uh, his own Torah insights are written in many, many books. One of the books that I particularly enjoyed, uh, written by Rav Neria, was a book called Bizdeh HaRi'iyah. Literally, the word Stehariyah means the periphery. But of course, Hariyah is the name that was used from Rav Avram Yitzchak HaKohen, the initials, the acronym of Rav Yitzchak Avram Yitzchak HaKohen Kuk, the Kfar that the yeshiva was in was Kfar Haro'eh, and this book, Bistehariyah, is about the periphery of Rav Kuk, and it tell, tells stories about the people who were close to Rav Kook at the time that Rav Neria was in yeshiva, and tells about them and their relationship to Rav Kook. Some of the people that he wrote about in that sefer are Rav Hutner, the, the later Rosh Yeshiva of Chaim Berlin, the one who founded Chaim Berlin, the author of the Pachat Yitzchak, the author of the Torah Hanazir, as a young man was very influenced by Rav Kook. He used to come to the yeshiva, to Merkaz Harav, and he used to learn with Rav Kook, especially in the world of Machshava. Rav Neria quotes Rav, Rav Hutner as saying, I owe 50% of my existence to Rav Kook. Rav Kook opened my eyes to the Maharal. Rav, Rav Hutner, who developed so much of the Maharal in his Svarim Pachat Yitzchak, was so influenced by Rav Kook. This is the information taught to us by Rav Neria or one of the people with whom I had the zchus of being attached to in my life was the son of Rabbi Levine, Rav Chaim Yaakov Levine, who was a child prodigy in Yerushalayim, the son of Rabbi Levine, who was very close to Rav Kook. He used to go to Rav Kook's house at night to just see Rav Kook, to help Rav Kook, to bring Svarim around to Rav Kook. And he also was written about in this book, Bistei Hari'iyah. I'd just like to recount, recount one short story about Rav, about Rav Neria that I was a witness to. Many years ago, Rav Neria came to America, as he customarily did. At that time, he stayed in my parents' house in Borough Park for Shabbos. And during the week, he wanted to go to the Shir of Rav Salavechik. So he went into the Shir as a regular student. He sat in a regular chair in the Shir room, in a regular class day, and he sat in the Shir. At the end of the shir, Rav uh, Salavechik acknowledged the presence of Rav Neria and said to him, perhaps Rav Neria, who founded the, Rosh, the Yeshivot B'nai Akiva, so much Torah is being learned and spread because of him, perhaps Rav Neria would like to say something to the class. Everyone expected Rav Neria either to refuse or to say something about the Parsha, some sort of a drasha. So instead... Rav Neria related to the shear that Rav Salavich had given. And he, de- he developed his own th- thoughts on the same topic that Rav, Kuk, that, that Rav Salavich had spoken about. I remember he quoted a Chassam Sofer about building a sukkah. And it was very impressive that he obviously was totally unprepared. He came to a regular shear, heard the shear, and had insights and comments to make on the shear. Besides 
the Torah that he said, he also gave a message to the students comparing Eretz Yisrael to a sukkah, and he mentioned the comment in the name of the Vilna Gong that the same way there's a din of Ta'asev in sukkah, a sukkah cannot be, must be made. If you dig out something and a sukkah is created somehow, but you didn't do it directly, the sukkah is invalid. And he said, Eretz Yisrael is like a sukkah. He used as a drasha to say, Eretz Yisrael is like a sukkah. That you must do it. You must build it, build Eretz Yisrael. The words that he said then impressed me and other students in the Shia very much. His life impressed all of Eretz Yisrael. The movement of Yeshivad Bnei Akiva has certainly changed the face of Eretz Yisrael, of the Bnei Akiva movement, of Tzionut Datit, of religious Zionism in general, and, and Bnei Akiva in particular. And to this will always ha- will always be merit the merit of the Zchus of Rav Moshe Tzvi Neria, whose Yardzeit is in Yutes Kislev.